Welcome to the Millionaire Maker Show, a podcast helping online coaches monetize their life's work and scale their businesses to create more time, more money, more freedom, and more impact. Now, with over 20 years of business building, coaching, and consulting experience, here's your host, author, speaker, and creator of the Millionaire Maker Coaching Funnel, Lindsay Anderson. Welcome to the Millionaire Maker Podcast, the ultimate resource for online coaches looking to scale their businesses and achieve remarkable results. I'm your host, Lindsay Anderson, and today I have a very special guest who will inspire and empower you to take your coaching business to new heights. Joining us today is my guest, Caesar Kalinowski, a highly skilled entrepreneur in the spiritual coaching space. Caesar's incredible journey and insights are sure to leave a profound impact on you and your entrepreneurial path. In this episode, we'll be diving deep into various aspects of scaling your coaching business, including strategies for increasing rates, leveraging multiple revenue streams, the power of social media and podcasting, and essential advice for coaches looking to take their business to the next level. I really enjoyed this interview with Caesar because his coaching specialty is selling discipleship to Christian couples who are looking to integrate spirituality and their faith into their daily life. Now, this is the niche of all niches, and we talk a lot on the show about how important niche We talk a lot on the show about how important niching is, and Caesar has got this nailed down. He is a shining example of how, in fact, it is true indeed that riches are in the niches. Let's dive into this amazing episode and learn more about my client, Mr. Caesar Kalinowski. I am so excited. For my next guest, a client of mine for a very long time and just a really inspirational, successful gentleman. I can't wait for you to meet him. His name is Mr. Caesar Kalinowski. Caesar, welcome to the show. Hey, Lindsay, how's it, am I going to be a millionaire after this or are you going to make me a millionaire? You know you've made a million dollars in coaching. Don't even. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And with a lot of your help as well, but thank you for having me on. This is great. Tell us about what kind of coach you are and what do you do? So I'm an author and that led to a lot of speaking and keynoting around the world. And I prefer training than just speaking at conferences. And, uh, and then I started doing a podcast every Monday, about six years ago now. <laughs> and, and along the way for probably 15 plus years, I've been a coach and my coaching systems, my style of coaching, the whole thing that, and the way we coach is continuing to change and improve and morph and use new tools and learn from people like yourself and all that. So I, I love coaching and I love training and we specifically get to write and speak and train about, and I say we, because our coaching, my wife and I do this together, a little unique. We coach couples as couples, but we get to do what we really are passionate about, which I hope everybody who's co-passionate about, which I hope everybody who's coaching is super passionate about what they're coaching to. But we coach to our Christian spirituality and sort of discipleship as a lifestyle and just go to a 
service once a week or once a month or whatever, and then forget about that. But we really have tried to understand what would it look like to really believe this and live it out in community and with others and live as a blessing and all that. So that's kind of all the stuff I do. And then all the things that go with it to make it available to people, to get it online, produce the podcast. I got lots of YouTube videos. I got all the things, right? Tell us a little bit about your history. How did you get into coaching? How I got into coaching was I was part of a network through our the churches that we were helping to start that were more decidedly like community and neighborhood based and not a big show on Sundays and all. And some folks in that network said, hey, boy, people really like hearing from you. Have you ever thought about coaching? And I said, I've done a little kind of ad hoc coaching. And they said, we'll pay to put you through coaching certification and teach you actually how to coach. And I was like, and done. And so I, I did that. And then I was very fortunate where they said, we want to go on and train you how to be a trainer of coaches and get you certified in that too. And so that's how the whole thing started. It was and still remains largely relational in the sense of people who I know, people have heard me speak, people who hear us on the podcast, see a Facebook Live or on YouTube. We build a relationship and answer their questions and try to help them if we can, questions and try to help them if we can in any way. And oftentimes it leads to coaching. And we've we coach in cohorts, we coach in group, and yeah, always looking for more, but not too many more because we really give a lot of our time to folks. We don't sort of do the, here's your meeting, good luck, I hope you're working on your stuff. People have a lot of access to us, and ah. we just want them to succeed. Now, something I've always found really interesting about you was that you're in the spirituality niche. You're helping people become more connected to Christianity and their faith and those kind of things, and I know we've had a lot of conversations about this, which is... It can be very difficult because then you're associating money with it. And there's a lot of weird beliefs around that. Yeah. Can you expound on that? How you've overcome that and you can still sell coaching? Yes. I really never had a belief that you couldn't attach money to coaching or any kind of services or whatever, or spirituality, even in a sense, because I grew up going to church and was taught to tithe and give to the church and the work of the church and all that. Why? Because part of it, at least, was pastors got to eat and all the different people who are helping this community move forward and live this way and all. And so I never really had a problem with that. In fact, even the Bible talks about that. You shouldn't worry about that. Your workman's worthy of his hire. That's the line. Yet, yet, it does feel a little bit different than like a business to business where like, I do, a, I get a lot of coaching and I watch a lot of courses like you do. I know we swap out courses all the time and share all that stuff. And I have no problem investing in growth and learning, problem investing in growth and learning and all that. But somehow there is often a disconnect because a lot of people just their spirituality seems free. You know, they watch something online or they go to a church service, sit in the back and leave, and they don't really help support that or whatever. And so then when all of a sudden there's, oh, I have to invest in this. You don't have to, but I got to eat too and feed my kids and all that. And so I think a lot of my thoughts earlier on and limitations were really my own because I would hear like one person go, Ooh, how come you got to pay for this? Jesus didn't mm -hmm. charge people or whatever. right? <laughs> and then you know yeah. how you take the one negative thing out of a million positive comments and then that's what you focus on. I have that disease a little. And, but over time, and you and I've talked a lot about it. You've really been helpful with my mindset on this to don't worry about the naysayers. I have another buddy who does a lot of online stuff and he goes, every time I send an email, I get an email out to the list. I get a bunch of negative people and a bunch of weird, icky stuff. And mostly I just delete them. But every once in a while, I take the time to kind of light them up. <laughs> and that's kind of how, that's kind of how I take it. Same with online. I'm getting thousands of interactions, social media a month. And 
yeah, a lot of it's not positive, but I really have learned to go, hey, go ahead and unsubscribe or unfollow or let me help you with that. Like so much positive in our coaching specifically, we see such transformation. People are so excited and so grateful. And like, this has changed not only this part of our life, but our marriage, our parenting, how we're interacting with our friends and neighbors and just the peace and ease of all this now. And so I, it, that's helped me drown that out. And that's helped me drown that out. And I don't know, my wife and I, Tina, Tina, we were just having a conversation yesterday. I wonder if the price increases in the future for us with coaching, because we're doing some major improvements here in the next year and it's costly. But yeah. I think within my little niche and where our, you know, our perfect person we can help is, I might already be at the top tier, but there's only one way to find out. But for us, I love to say I'm so altruistic. Money has nothing to do with this. We gift so much coaching and we sponsor so many people and give them scholarships and all a lot. However, it is how we also make a living. And being a serial entrepreneur who've run, we, Tina and I have run lots and lots of businesses. We understand you do have to charge, make, make the bills and all that. So we're kind of learning forward in that. And I just, I feel like if I need to charge more, I'll charge more. And then for some people who they say, wow, I really need this, but we really can't, there's no way in the world we can afford it either. I don't know. I just kind of ask God, what well, you know, should we help them or, or do they, are they just trying to get over <laughs> or sometimes yeah. I'll give them a little bit up front. Why don't you jump in for a month and we'll see. And if they're really engaged, all right, we want to help you. If they're blowing it off and they're not doing their work and they're not really showing up and they're not participating, it's like, all right, what did you think? You mentioned you have this unique perspective of you're a serial entrepreneur. You have brand so many businesses and here you are, your online coaching business. Tell me how that compares in terms of time, money, and freedom to all the other businesses you've started. What are the benefits? It, well, for us, because we try not to have our coaching sprinkled all over every day, all throughout every week, we've put our coaching on the second, fourth weeks of the month almost exclusively. And it used to be Monday and Wednesday, those two weeks of the month. Now we do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, just because of increased demand. But that allows us an awful lot of real estate to say, okay, all my other work I can do in recording things and editing and shooting videos or running challenges. I can do those in those off weeks or in between, or like this weekend, I'm getting ready to get on a plane in the morning. And I, so I'm, I get my podcast done earlier and get out social for next week, all that, because I don't want to really be worrying about it on the plane or Sunday night at 1030 when I get back home from the airport and all that. So the flexibility of it compared to for certain retail, we haven't done tons of retail, but like one of the businesses we ran for years was an all day breakfast restaurant here in our hometown. And I'll tell you what, seven days a week, weeks, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there is almost not a day go by that either someone doesn't show up, an employee, the cook, the espresso machine breaks down, the grill won't light up, the, the freezer, the cooler, whatever is down. The Hey, the cash register won't even turn on today. Something every day. You couldn't even have vacation. When Tina's phone would ring, some days we'd just be like, oh my goodness, I just want to be on the beach with a book and a beer, leave us alone. Where this yeah. is way more manageable, I think, in that sense. Way, way more manageable, I think, in that sense. The only thing, Lindsay, this is kind of interesting. The only thing that was close to this much freedom, and maybe even more so, is years ago, we had a mail order business. and We had a catalog we would put out two, three times a year. And then... I would go to the PO box every day and it would be jammed full of cash and orders before we ever shipped the product. <laughs> that was, wow. there was a lot of freedom in that. And we do, we have an online store for publishing and resources and all that. And it's a little bit that way though. That's not our biggest 
source of revenue. I probably could be bigger if I gave more attention to that, but we tend to put our time into coaching. But yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of freedom and flexibility in this. And I think because this really is like our passion and our life, we don't feel the need to have to guard every other minute of it. Yeah. So if yeah. a client says, hey, could I grab a call with you this week or hop on Zoom with you? It's, if I can, absolutely. If the grandkids are around or I'm on vacation with my family or, you know, I'm on a boat with some friends fishing, I'll be like, I can't do it today, but I can do it next week. You know what I mean? I just, I feel that freedom because I, we live with such access. That flexibility not only provides us cover, but also the freedom to even, I think, serve better without yeah. fear of that. And you talk about this is your calling. You want to serve people as you're coaching these couples. And you're making a huge difference for them in their lives. Can you just give us a story of the kind of difference you can make in the lives of these couples? Yeah. And a lot of these couples are couples who are like, maybe the one of them is like working at the church or one of them's the senior pastor. I could think of Tim and Anna. Uh, we've been in coaching with us for years. Wonderful couple. Really. They've been following the podcast, read some of my books and they're like, that's what we're trying to do. We'd love a little bit of help to live this out way more seamlessly and less bifurcated. Like people come on Sunday and then we don't see them all week. And then our neighbors, like is all we have to offer is an invitation to a church service or something. How do we integrate all of life into our spirituality? And, uh, and we watch them at first, everything is like in little boxes. And that's how their people have been trained over the years of their spirituality, or maybe going to church only. And maybe it's only twice a month when it fits my schedule. And if nothing else is in the way, but don't mess with me all week and all that. And little by little, what we see is, for one, because we're couples coaching, we hear this all the time. Hey, we're doing this together. And even though we've always been heading the same direction, we've never really been fully on the same page. And now as a couple, we really are. Like as we, if we're growing in something or chewing on something or trying to decide rhythms of our life and community and all, we're making these decisions together. And for us, everything starts at the dinner table and then moves outward. So like right away early in their coaching, we're having them start new family dinner nights. And what are you doing during and how are you having fun and how's it just full of grace and joy and all that. And that's how you, I want you to be with people in your life. That starts to happen. And pretty soon when they go, but that's our kids so love this and we so love this, our marriage and our kids, we've never been this way. And now when, you know, you said, why don't you start treating others like family? It's just, they're just incorporating. And so they, instead of this heavy load of, we're just too busy, we're just too fried, we're just too overwhelmed. All of a sudden they go, we're doing what we love and everybody else gets to join us in it or not. But it turns out because we're having a blast and it's full of grace and joy, others are interested and we go, look, hang out. Let's watch. We're interested. And we go, look, hang out. Let's watch a movie. Have some, let's, let's go to the park with the kids or whatever. And so we just, we're seeing, here's the line that we really use a lot with people. We say, our goal is, I know you're, maybe you're trying to grow your church or maybe you're trying to create communities like this, whatever. That will be a, that will be an outgrowth of this, I promise. But ultimately what we're trying to help you achieve is greater spiritual freedom and relational peace where it's not all icky and weird. And you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm offended them or I'm afraid to, I want you to have spiritual freedom with you and your creator. And I want you to have relational peace in your family, with your kids, each other, with neighbors. And when they start to experience that, they're like, wow. Wow, that's very different than so I was raised maybe going to church and it was like a big list of do's and don'ts and I was always afraid of screwing Life up. Changing and, freedom. And I had yeah. to hide everything. And so I was hiding from my spouse, I was hiding from my pastor, I was hiding from my parents. It's, no, uh uh, no, you know, you don't need to. You, you don't get you you don't have to. We get to live free. So I, I there's yeah. just so many of those kinds of stories or people that oh, they're so passionate and they're so nice but they're so locked up. They have so much fear of what everybody else is worrying about what they think, they think, right? And 
we call that like the do to be distortion, that what you do equals who you are and your value, your identity. Oh, it's the biggest lie out there. We spend every day combating that with people and helping them learn how to articulate that to each other, to their kids, a neighbor who's melting down over something, maybe they're going through a divorce or whatever, and they're just, they feel horrible and worthless and dejected. It's like, no, what has happened to you or things you've done do not equal who you are or your value and all that. These are dropping gold right now. That's how to live a freer, happier life right there. Before we go to our next topic, if I may put my consulting hat on, and this is why, Caesar, you need to definitely increase your rates because you had that question at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> Look at all these lives you're changing. Listen, Lindsay, I say it this way often. We, Tina and I have not missed any meal uh, that I can recall. We don't live under a bridge. Uh, we're really, we're very blessed and taken care of. And we might still raise our prices to so that we can give away more, actually. So now we know what you do. Do you okay. mind just sharing with us briefly about the revenue streams in your coaching business? Okay. And how you make money. Do you want to start at the bottom and work to the bigger? You sure. Want, or, or, yeah, whatever makes the most sense to you. I know you have a lot of options out there. So whatever makes the most sense. And shiny object syndrome. We've tried a lot of things. Being a serial entrepreneur, though, I don't fear that. I like it. Like I, it gives me energy to try some new stuff. Even if I just go, nah, I'm not doing that forever. But boy, I learned something here that plugs in here. That's sure. what you and I talk about a lot on our master All the time. Calls. <laughs> so let's start at the bottom. We have books that are for sale. Some of them are free plus shipping offers so that we can. And to be say, clear, hey, these are we... books you wrote, correct? Yep. Okay. These are books that I've written. And how many I've books written. have you written? Five, I think now. And are they also available on Amazon or are they only available through your publishing website? They are available on Amazon as well. Yep. If you put in my name in Amazon, some things will come up. Yeah. Okay. What's next? Yeah. And so we have books and some of them are free plus shipping offers. Some of them are whatever. We have courses, both like thousand dollar courses and $17 entry offer. Here's some basic course stuff to get you going. And if you like, this makes sense. If you're starting to find some freedom in that, maybe there's more training. Maybe that'd lead into some coaching like that. We have our coaching. That's really is our sort of premier, what we hope to get into relationship with folks and do ultimately. We have a membership site, like a monthly that's in between, hey, here's a mini course that in being like, hey, here's a mini course and here's the full-blown coaching for a year because our coaching is a 12-month minimum commitment. Most of our folks go multiple years for sure, but not everybody. And But we have a membership in between where you get the same teaching and training, but you don't have the coaching or nearly the access or whatever. I'll answer anybody's emails, but so that's in between. And I like to do, and that's what we're going to do this weekend in Alabama. I love to do live training and equipping and teaching that way, but I really, I make it quite interactive and all that. I prefer that to be in just the talking head on stage at a giant conference and there's 17 30 people in a row and everybody gets their 20 minutes of fame and off to go and no one learns anything. I really love equipping people that I know are going to go out and equip others. I love that because we're in this for impact and for growth. So I think that's all the pieces, books, mini courses, membership, coaching, and then live. And then I've done some consulting as well. Obviously it's not a big, huge part of it, but it comes up. Some of the people that we're coaching, they're like, Hey, can we fly in here and sit down with all of our leaders and help us sort through X, Y, or Z? Sure. We can do that. Yeah. So there's a lot of streams there, right? You've done a lot of things. And this is one reason why you and I connected so well is because we're both addicted to marketing a little bit there, Caesar. So you've done a lot, you have a membership in the courses and all of that. Would you give any advice to people who are trying to scale their coaching business? Listen, I'm a big believer in what you teach with your pyramid. 
yes. the upside down pyramid. And I am so grateful that when I looked the first time I saw that, I was like, that's exactly what we have. You know what I mean? Like that's before exactly we started what we trying have. to offer many courses, we were already at our premier coaching nailed, dialed in, very successful. Before we ever did a membership site where we could take like the components of that teaching that comes in coaching and put it into a membership, we already had. You're saying that you focused on one-on-one -on -one premier coaching first to understand your niche before you created courses, all that. And before we went to cohort coaching, one-to-one, yep. yep. -one, tweaking, tweaking tools, language, how often, how much to charge. We moved to couples. When we moved to couples, we went to cohort. Oh, that was a big shift. We used to do weekly. Now we do twice a month. That for us, that seems to fit better. Like people, I, we yeah. just found if they come on every single week, they're just like, I haven't moved that the balls that far yet. So I don't really have much. To, but if you go every month, it's, oh man, I blew it off this month. Now you got another month or if they miss, then it's so for us, we found that sweet spot in that. But yeah, we, and I would say folks is if you have that fire, whatever it is you're coaching about, and you've got some expertise and you feel like God's giving you a little bit of insight that's proving to be helpful, help a lot of people like that one-to-one, -one, then try to do a cohort and then see what's really, and then see what's really like the phases of those movements. And then is there little pieces of it that you could write about or offer? I also know, just like you, Lindsay, we're big on building relationships with people. And so social media helps with that. But I have a pretty big social media presence and I really stay out there. And guess what? Other peers of mine kind of hack me for it. Why well, are you going to be on Facebook all the time? How come you're posting all the time? How come you're on Instagram doing this or that? I'm like, D do you believe in what you're doing and writing about? Of course I do. So do I. And would you rather have a hundred people know about it or a million? Because yeah. I'd like a million people to know about what this freedom they can have and, and help others with it and their kids grow up this way. So guess what? I'm going to try to just give away tons and tons of encouragement and resources and all that because I know that we're going to find our people. We're going to find our tribe when we do that. What do you say to those coaches who are like, I don't want to be on social media. I hate social media. Social media is the bane of everyone's existence. What do you say to that? I'd say there's all kinds of ways to be on social media. If you feel like you got to get out there and you got to post a thousand times a week, that then I don't think you do. If you feel like you do have to be consistent. If you feel like you got to get in there and answer every negative comment with a big, huge diatribe and proof and win every argument, ugh, who's got time for it? And that's just going to eat your soul. I'd say if you don't like social media, pick a platform, right? Don't try to do them all. I'm not in every platform. I'm not. I'm in several, but I focus. I know what my one or two really are and that I focus hard on them. And that's what I really right to. Now going into 2023, what are your focuses as far as marketing to bring people into your coaching programs? Some of that is still yet to be seen. I know one big thing that uh, right at the end of last year, I created and I've been testing an acquisition funnel to use the technical term on it. So it's some of our very best training that we have done over and over in challenges and things like that, that people, thousands and thousands of people have signed up and done the challenge, went ahead and updated that, made it primo and give them a lot of bang for the buck and put that into a mini course. And it's 97 bucks, but right now I'm selling for 17. I know those people are serious enough to put a few dollars on the table to say, we like you, we like what you're talking about. And I know that's the basic stuff. So if that doesn't scare them off, then they're more than likely going to be wanting to stay on the journey, some percentage of them. So the acquisition funnel's big. Listeners, buyers or listeners. Yep. 
We are revamping how we're doing our coaching and probably going to go to more of an evergreen hybrid where a lot of the training is not being done on the calls, but it's like the, I'm giving them access to all that training because we've spent years creating those videos and the software deliver it and all that stuff. And, and so we're revamping that and going to be trying some new ways to fill that because now it's going to have a little different start rates. We don't have to have everybody start and have one call time. If you can't make it, you can't make it. So it's going to be way more flexible. And I think it's going to help sweep a lot more people. I'm definitely going to be doing the process that you have told me about and been perfecting. And I don't if you have a name for it even, but where I'm- That's IO events. That's the invite only events. Going to be doing those, yep, invitation only events. That's on the very, very short list of what's going on. Another thing that I'm thinking about trying, but this will be down the road a little bit, is instead of a traditional challenge, is doing something we're going to call coaching week. And basically we'll get them into a week of coaching and get them a real experience of what coaching's. And maybe this is how we would start with you if you're in in coaching and answer their questions and just be really present for a week and say, would this be amazing to keep going with this with a whole bunch of people who are just as excited as you are and have access to us and keep going? A modified challenge of sorts, but kind of what we do in coaching, but give it away as coaching week and do a lot of extra little lives and Q and A's to answer questions at night and really try to give people a lot of progress in a short period of time. And then social media, as you mentioned. Yeah, social media. I'm doing more social media than ever. About a year and a half ago, you helped me revamp how I posted and when, and it's changed everything. I post less and I get triple the engagement. Ooh, that that sounds that pretty crazy? sweet. That is crazy, but you didn't mention your bread and butter of marketing, which, and maybe I'm putting words in your mouth, Caesar, but your podcast, right? Oh, that brings in 100%. the best clients I, you know, all day long, so every day. I take it so for granted because it's just part of our rhythm of life now. I was in the hospital a couple of years ago and I could not miss Monday. And so I literally under the sheet on my iPhone, I was recording parts of the podcast <laughs> and editing it like in a foggy, you know, drug induced, uh, yeah, whatever. The podcast is probably our biggest no and trust factor where I just get to talk and it's very casual. It's very equipping based. It's not opinion so much. Obviously my opinion sneaks into everything, but it's really equipping and how to and help people with all that. We do it every Monday coming up next month, six years. And I think if I had a way to really get every dot crossed, but there's no way to, but analytically, uh, I would say probably 80% of the folks that we get to coach come from that. I would say as we've been testing our acquisition funnel and selling that and playing with the copy and in conversion of order bumps and all that, I would say that almost all of that's come from the podcast. Podcasting. The name of his podcast is called the Everyday Disciple Podcast. Check it out. You said you were like the number one what was the stat you told me the other day? It was impressive. It's like the number well, one. There, or the number there's something out there called Listen Notes. Listen Notes tracks all like millions of podcasts around the world and their download streams and all that, right? So they rank them then. Okay, what's your rank? So I'm in the top 1% of podcasts worldwide. Mind-blowing. Nice. Right? Mind-blowing. On Spotify, it's only been podcasting a couple of years now, and it's kind of Joe Rogan focused, but we're in every platform. This last year... Uh, our podcast was in the top 5% of shared podcasts globally on Spotify, which I pay high five to our listeners because I'm always asking them, please share the podcast. <laughs> so awesome, Caesar. So, so they so must awesome. be. But it's not, I don't want people to hear, this guy must be getting a million downloads a week. It's not. It, But it's, it's, it, it's uh, those who care. I mean, it's. Yeah, niche, highly specific with calls to action to get to know Caesar, basically. Yep, he's yep. doing it for quality, not quantity on this one, but and, he still and, has the quantity. Listen to these stats. 
and I would say they're again tied to that. Like I missed it a big because that because of that number, like maybe 80% of our coaching clients started listening first. Guess where I'm putting effort and time to what what stream to grow? Podcast. Pod- I have a call next week about setting up a whole podcast tour, as it's called, be on a whole yeah. lot of podcasts with people. And yeah, I'm that's definitely going to be the thing that I will pour time and money into is because I look at if it's really true, if 80% of my coaching clients, and that's our high ticket offer, if that if they come in through podcasting and I could double my podcasting, wouldn't it bear out that we might double the amount of people we could serve through coaching? Probably pretty close. I'm so stoked that you're doing this podcast. You're back. We need you. I know. Thank you. Thank you. Caesar. thank you so much for being a guest on the show. Before you go, I'm going to turn the time back over to you. Any parting advice for people scaling their coaching businesses and tell us how to find you. Okay. I'll do that in reverse order. If okay. you go to everydaydisciple.com, pretty easy, just like it sounds, everydaydisciple.com. You'll find me. You'll find about me. You'll find the podcast links. You'll find a ton of stuff you could download for free. You'll find little courses, any of that, if you're interested at all. You can also find how to get a hold of me that way. You can find me on Instagram, real easy, at Caesar Cal. It's right on the screen here. But I would say a big one, and this is going to sound like you asked me to say this, but I'm not. But if you don't have a coach in your life, who is further than you down the road, who's already bushwhacked all that stuff, woodshedded all this, knows what they're doing, and they're super passionate about it, so it's not a burden to help you. You need to get a coach. Don't let pennies get in the way of dollars. It's crazy how few people, and we all experience this probably every day, we're like, I'd love to, but I can't. I, you're choosing not to. I always tell people you're choosing not to. Do you have car payment? Do you have the red zone package on cable? You're saying that's really the most important thing in your life, but you spend a whole lot more time and effort and money on other things. If you're not in a, some sort of a coaching relationship, mentorship, mastermind or whatever, you're really missing a lot. I have been a coach forever and I have been in coaching forever. And, and I'm in it now with, with multiple, two coaches. Agreed. Thank you, yeah. Caesar. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom on the podcast today. All right. Thanks for having me on. I hope we get to do it again. So today on the Millionaire Maker podcast, we covered a wide range of topics that are crucial for scaling your coaching business. We explored Caesar's insights on increasing rates to align with the value you provide and the impact that you make, as well as many of his various revenue streams you can implement to diversify and maximize your income. Caesar is a true and shining example of how flexible and powerful the online coaching business model can be. Caesar also shared with us the power of social media and podcasting as effective tools for attracting and connecting with your audience. Remember, success in the coaching industry is within your reach, and with the right strategies and mindset, you can make a profound impact on the lives of others while achieving your own financial freedom. Now, before I let you go, just a quick reminder that if you want to dive deeper into the strategies we discussed in this show and gain access to exclusive bonus content, resources, and early access to each new episode, I invite you to join our insiders community by going to themillionairemakershow.com slash insiders. If you are one of the first 100 people to head over to themillionairemakershow.com slash insiders, you will be in for a very special surprise. So don't wait. Visit themillionairemakershow.com slash insiders and take the next step toward your coaching success. 
Thank you for listening to the Millionaire Maker Show with master business coach and creator of the Millionaire Maker Coaching Funnel, Lindsay Anderson. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Until next time.